0: every team, every topic, everywhere this is believe.
1: Hey guys, it's Natalia and welcome back to Unfiltered Fashion Talks. Today we have Victoria Byrne with us. So, give us like, you know, a little background, a little just introduction of yourself.
0: All right. Okay. Um So yeah, my name is Vitadia Byrne. I usually go by Vivi, so anything's fine. Some people call me Vivi. Um, I'm from Kahuku, Hawaii. That's on the north shore of Oahu. And I go to the Rhode Island School of Design. I will be a junior this year in the apparel design department. And I also have my own like small business, my little brand, mostly swimwear now, hopefully going to be rebranding. <laughs> I need to figure out, but it's called Keenies DVV V, um, And I think I'll be cutting off the Keenies if it's not trademarked and then just have it Devee and then be focusing on like swimwear and just like skirts, t-shirts, classic silhouettes,
1: but, and then really having some fun with the prints. I love that. I love the sound of like Devee Like that just sounds so cute. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan of that. Um, Yay. Yeah, no, super cute. I want to start talking about first of all, because I get a lot of questions from people being like, can I go to fashion school and have a brand at the same time? And I always tell people like, you know, probably not because it would be very (laughs) difficult to keep up with both because being a fashion design major is like so much work, but you do manage to do both. So like, how do you manage to do both? I think my
0: first my first piece of advice um, if anytime during high school you've thought to yourself like maybe I should speak to a therapist Mm
1: -hmm.
0: as soon as you get into college like get on that like get a therapist (laughs) get one that works with you step number one step number two it's weird because I I feel like I really don't recommend it but I really do recommend it at the same time it's like I don't, it's like toxic is the right word. <laughs> But like it's really hard to I'm trying to find the correct words to explain it, but design school, art and design school in general is extremely time consuming, especially if you're going to like FIT, Parsons, RISD. Right. They have a reputation for a reason. Like freshman year, our studios were seven and a half hours long. And then you have that same amount of homework on top of liberals. Um, and then I'd also like to say that for the most part, I schedule it, I schedule my drops around my breaks. So like summer, Mm -hmm. summertime is like a big one for me, especially with bikinis. And then I'll try to do something during the winter because I have winter session, which allows me to last year. I was very ambitious and I was doing, I was taking orders during the school year Mm -hmm. and it's it's really, it's like crazy because like you'll go through like a period of time where it's like very, very slow. And then out of nowhere, you'll just get a bunch of orders. So having to deal with like 10, like having to like make like 10 orders, which take like hours and then Mm -hmm. also having to do like school and work and like other responsibilities. Um, So that's like the negative side of
1: it. Right,
0: right. But the positive side, it has been so incredibly beneficial Um, I feel that, I feel like FIT is more, it's like more technical and more like practical with the design work that you guys do. But if you're looking at like like Parsons or Pratt, RISD, like SCAD, Mm -hmm. all of these other schools, it's very, they really, really want you to experiment with different things. And a lot of these things that you're making aren't, they take so much time and you wouldn't be able to necessarily sell them to the regular person. There isn't a space for it. So by having my brand while I'm working in school in school, I'm able to really get crazy and really, right. really experiment, like be in the dye lab, be like laser cutting stuff, like incorporating technology. Right. And then in the back of my mind, I'm thinking like, OK, how can I incorporate this into something that the typical person can enjoy in their day to day? Um. So you. You're working like both sides of your brain at the same time. Right. And you learn so much by having your own business. Yeah. um, Especially by doing like the manufacturing yourself. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Like we we could talk so much about that like marketing, photography, like, (laughs) but like there's so like everything. Yeah. It's really, it's really helpful. So I would just say that it's, I recommend it if, (laughs) if you prioritize taking care of yourself and if you're good at time management or if you are determined to be good at time management.
1: Yes no I think that's so important. Time management is like the number one thing I always tell people about like going to fashion school or just doing fashion and it's like you need to be on top of that because otherwise like things will just pile up forever and it is the worst. Um, But also I like that you touched on like making sure that you're mentally sane (laughs) basically because honestly I feel like it doesn't get talked about that much but like you can so easily just like go down a very slippery slope in fashion design and just like art school in general if you're not taking care of yourself so like very important very good I honestly don't know if I could have ever had a brand at the same time I went to school I feel like I would have personally died so like I love this for you and I'm so glad you're able to do it but it also makes sense saying that like you know RISD is more of like an artsy school so it's cool to have kind of that more I guess commercial type of thing going on too with your brand so I feel like this is a very obvious question since you you know grew up in Hawaii that you make bikinis but like you know is there like an extra background story on why bikinis or like anything else it's
0: literally like I couldn't afford the bikinis that I wanted (laughs) I was like (laughs) I'm gonna make my own and um yeah, so I grew up, like, literally so lucky, like, growing up right mm-hmm. across from the ocean. Right. Um, that was my childhood, like, getting to, like, climb in trees and stuff, like, go hiking, playing outside, like, going to the beach, right. surf, boogie boarding, just, like, swimming. Um, so I'm a pretty, like, pretty active mm-hmm. in the water. And especially, like, in Hawaii, like, on the North Shore, bikinis are taken very seriously. Oh, I can imagine. Uh, Everyone's like, like people, people spend like people spend money on their bikinis. And I understand why, like, if you're using a swimwear, a piece of swimwear year round, Mm -hmm. you want it to be good. You want it to last. Right. Um, And like, especially in high school, I didn't really have, um, I didn't have the budget to be affording these designer bikinis that can cost like $120 just for a top or like usually like $60 for a top, like $60 for a pair of bottoms. So I was like, okay, I already knew, like from a young age, I knew that fashion design was going to be my path. And I already knew how to sew pretty well. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to do it. I'm going to bite the bullet. I bought a serger, started teaching myself. Um, and then really just like, it's I it, it's been growing, like very like gradually. Right. Like I started selling bikinis to my really close friends. Like literally I put it on my spam account. I was like, <laughs> Hey you guys, like I'm going to sell bikinis. And then the whole reason for that was to sell to people that I knew that would be honest with me and be real right. with me about how it fit, how the quality was. And they could give me that input so I could like readjust and then improve. Right. And especially figuring out size runs oh my God, is something yeah. that stresses me out for like made to order. Cause it's like, especially bikinis, it's like bikini bottoms. I can't, like that's not hygienic to yeah. accept returns like I can't do that no so it's like the sizing needs to be a one and it's kind of funny now though because as I grow my business and the more time that I spend on it and the more um I guess not really necessarily intricate but like they're the little things that you do that just like elevate a garment so much more right And as you grow a business there's so much more that you have to do with it like the photography gets like more professional, like right. building and packaging orders takes yes. so much
1: time. Oh my god! Yes, it takes so long. It takes so
0: long. So I'm like, now I have to raise the prices to the prices of the bikinis.
1: Yes. <laughs> Literally. Oh my god! I'm the same way because when I started my brand, I tried to make everything under like fifty dollars because I was yeah. like, I can't afford the like actual sustainable stuff either. Like, I want to make it affordable, and oh. then i slowly like. I know why I can't, like, do this anymore, like, I need to actually raise it, now I'm one of those brands, but, like, you just can't be cutting yourself that short, though, like, you can't, it's so time-consuming.
0: It takes so long, and especially, like, with having to start to, like, have people help me, yeah, it's, like, then you really see how much time, and I'm, like, I feel bad, because it's, like, you want to be accessible, right, but you also want to be like you want to obviously be sustainable and stuff but yeah I don't know I and then I guess like since we last talked I've really been thinking a lot like a lot about it yeah and I think I'm gonna I'm gonna start um I think I'm gonna start like selling patterns on my site like start slowly Mm -hmm. because I like when I think about it I think a big issue with like sustainability like with the whole sustainability movement and with right. like passion and stuff is most people don't know how to sew right so they don't have a perception of how much a shirt should cost yes like the idea of a $30 t-shirt to me when I was like in like 15 was like insane
1: oh yeah or, like even
0: like Malcolm Moore, like has like a song where he's like oh right. like I spent like $50 on a t-shirt like what- I'm like dang that's an expensive t-shirt <laughs> yeah and it's like now I'm just like it takes so long to make everything so I think yeah. that if I have the opportunity like okay like maybe you can't afford like right. not like maybe probably most people can't afford a bikini that's gonna right. be like a hundred dollars for the top and the bottom but if you have the option to like purchase pattern and then also purchase the the same material or like the same fabric maybe like mm-hmm. do it as like a little package oh that'd be cute um, yeah right and then cute. just like follow along and like put like a video up I think that it's not like a perfect solution but I think it does allow people it it allows it to be more accessible and that's I right. think even if it like if people like don't purchase the pattern it, if it can just like inspire more people like I'm so happy to see yeah. everyone sewing now like over quarantine oh and my like-
1: god me too it's the best no that's so I've like definitely thought about that too I'm so back and forth with selling patterns just because it's like I don't want people to like copy my product and resell it is like the one thing that I worry so wait, much. Wait, about. Wait, wait,
0: wait, wait, wait.
1: Can I just, can I yes, sh- please. <laughs> so, that's
0: what I think about too. If you're right, there's literally no avoiding it. There's no, there's no avoiding it. Like if you're doing something right, people are going to copy you. So you might as well from
1: people copying you. I know. I think about that too. Cause I'm like, obviously people can figure out my patterns if they know how to sew. like I'm not making these super complex things either, but it's just like I would be handing it right to them. But I know at the same time, point. it's like, yeah, it would make it more accessible for people who can't afford it and would still like like it. And I'm still getting something from it because you know you're still getting money from the patterns. Yeah. And low key, you can make a lot of money with patterns because like that is like an endless supply of it, and people can be PDF buying it dominant. forever. Yeah. But, yeah. You can make so much money off of that just because it's a continuous kind of flow. Like I have a couple. Um, they're not patterns, but they're like guides to making pattern blocks oh I saw website. that on your site how's and, like, it going it goes well like every once in a while I will get like just like a bunch randomly and like you know it's not like it's generated me hundreds of dollars but like it could potentially you know like it's Wait, gotten but- me a oh. decent amount of money which oh is so God. nice because it's just like randomly every once in a while I'll get an order I'm like I don't even have anything on my website to be selling right now what are people ordering and then I'm like oh you got my digital downloads that's so fun <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> like Wait. patterns would be so good for that
0: yeah like I don't know like I just think I think it would be really interesting like to have the option of like like on the site like you have like the product and then like right. the pattern.
1: yeah I don't know yeah. yeah I don't know I'm gonna have to keep thinking on that one because I'm so back and forth on it also just because like I'm so insecure about my pattern making skills that yeah. I'm like so scared that if I like put it up for sale with like all the different sizes then people would start being like these aren't correct this doesn't fit me right <laughs> and I'd be like I'm so sorry okay like, But nobody ever taught me pattern grading I just like kind of figured it out on my own and I'm hoping to god that it's working out because that is
0: so funny you know because I feel yeah. like whenever I feel like I'm always just like with like <laughs> yeah, I'm like oh like we're not learning how to do CAD and I'm like "Fit's is definitely learning how to do CAD <laughs>
1: Honestly, so I just believe- feel like I didn't learn that much on pattern making. Well, granted, I only did two years mm-hmm. and we only had one semester of pattern making in okay. those two years. So it's like we did draping every semester, but like we only had one actual pattern making class and my teacher didn't like me and she was awful. So I just didn't get that much out of it. Like, I'm sure if I had a better teacher, I would have gotten more out of it. But this yeah. woman was so dry. She has never smiled in her life. <laughs> She was, like, just so mundane, like, monotone, like, awful. And it was a morning class. So, like, try listening to somebody monotone in the morning, teaching you about pattern making and measurements. I was out. It's it's not going to happen. No. No, we're lucky. Like, we never
0: had, like, a pattern making class, but it was, like, always, like, together. I guess, like, our main studio was, like, really long, so it was, like, draping, drafting. Like, right. can we talk about how cool drafting is how you can oh God, like yes. manipulate like you yes. just like you just like cut the paper pattern you move it around it's and then so like you can just yeah like I didn't
1: know I didn't know I could do that until like college and I was just I know, like changing yeah literally like the coolest thing ever like you can do so much with just like dart manipulation and just like cutting things up and like cutting and slashing and spreading and like <gasps> so fun so fun! Oh my god, I
0: love like oh my god, Carlos. No, the dart manipulation. We had like a dart manipulation like exercise, mm-hmm. and I was just like, "What do you mean you can put a dart anywhere if you just right?"
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> Literally anywhere, and you can kind of make it like any shape ever too. Like you can do so much with it, and like put random lines anywhere, and it will work. I'm yeah, like how do people not know this? I feel well, I didn't know this anyway before school, but no, me neither. Yeah, I think pattern making so fun. I really need to start making more videos on that, but I just get so insecure about my pattern making skills for whatever reason. I don't know if that's like a common thing with people, but I just always am like, but what if I did this wrong? Oh my God. I feel like, I feel like when it comes
0: to studio, like when it comes to the business, I'm like, like doing everything like as perfect as possible. But when it comes to like my studio work and my personal work, I'm just like, I'm taking the road that it takes to get there.
1: (laughs) Yes, very true. (laughs) Like if I'm making something for myself, it's kind of treacherous. Oh my God, me too. It's so bad. Like every first sample that I make of anything for my shop, which is basically just something for myself, tragic. Like I always like, it's always just made awfully on the inside and I have to like rethink the pattern for when I make it for actual people. But it's like what I end up photographing. (laughs) some somewhat make it actually look good but it's like oh my god dang it is if people saw how awful it is they would just be like
0: <laughs> okay <laughs> no have you ever have you ever like got fabric for yourself to make something for yourself and then you just like you just rush it and then it's just so
1: bad you can't even wear it yep, yep. so many times <laughs> so many times so many fabrics (laughs) gone to waste
0: oh my god oh gosh yeah
1: Yeah, because I'm always the kind of person that like I'm like oh I should make it out of like muslin first you know test things Mm -hmm. out whatever but then I'm like "Mm, but that takes so long like I just want to get it done so then I don't do it and then it turns out wrong and I'm like should have done it in muslin first So I'm trying to be better about that but sometimes I'm just like oh I know pattern making like this should work
0: yeah. theoretically
1: and then it doesn't I'm like thinking about
0: like school and ge- like designs or maybe I was thinking like something to like stress mm-hmm. because I feel like you definitely have a lot of um a lot of like listeners and viewers right. who are in right. high school like aspiring to go to design school yeah I guess just like stressing like how possible it is
1: yes and how like, like there's
0: so many careers within the design industry like
1: Yes, I feel like people just assume that fashion is so like unattainable, and it's one of those like you're gonna be a starving artist kind of careers. But like, there's so many jobs in the fashion industry, like a ridiculous amount. Like, I don't think we're ever gonna run out of jobs in the fashion industry. But people just like don't know that. But I also feel like people don't really talk about it either because I feel like the fashion industry is just so like secretive sometimes about how to get into it and how to actually do things. But, yeah, I feel like it is such an accessible career, but it is obviously a very difficult one. Like, I think you have to be super passionate about it to, like, make it, but it's mm-hmm. definitely, like, very attainable. And it's also, like, attainable without necessarily going to school for it, too. Yeah. Which, like, granted, I would recommend going to school if you can, but, like, it's definitely something you could do without it as well. Mm-hmm. Which hmm No, cool. for sure.
0: And I think, like, there's so many different, like, obviously it's really it's still a very competitive industry oh for sure. But, for sure and like I know people that like it took them like a year like after school to like get a job or like right. even like get an internship but you there are like in terms of like thinking about the future like you can go like the more like corporate route right. and then work for like like I don't know like pvh like tommy Hilary, right or, like helping right. fine like doing that um like nike I guess yeah another yeah. big one bands and, like, work with them. There's, like, shoe design, like, menswear, womenswear, knitwear, and you don't necessarily have to major, like, in menswear to do menswear for a career. And then if you go corporate, then it's, like, more job security. You have, like, a retirement plan and, like, a lot of good work benefits. Or you could do, like, working with a more, I don't know what you would call it, like, a more creative, like, smaller brand. Yeah. That does, I don't know, just, like, thinking about, like, Pierre Moss or, like, other brands like that I'm just like like I would love to do that like a small team but you work on these really cool creative projects um or just doing I guess kind of like what you're doing just starting your own thing which I think to me is probably the most at this point in my life that looks like the most attractive (laughs) option, um because it's like it's really 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 hard work yeah but at the end of the day you get to call the shots
1: and you get to choose
0: yeah and I don't know I just think having a
1: business is like having a child (laughs) it really is you gotta take care of it 24 hours a day like you can't leave it on the back burner (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah but I think that definitely a lot of people just assume that if you're like studying fashion design that you have to have your own brand like I think everybody thinks that's like the one thing that you can do with being a fashion designer but you can like work for so many people and do so many things and there's so many Mm -hmm. different like specific jobs within design that you could do because you could literally just be doing like outerwear for a brand or just like shoes for a brand or just like whatever like very very specific things for brands and stuff because they have like huge design teams at these corporate like places oh
0: yeah no, they're huge and like or even just doing literally just doing pattern
1: making literally yeah <laughs>
0: like pattern making draping if you really like sewing you could work and i cannot pronounce yeah. it but i, I Atelier, like I don't know yeah. how to say it, but like you know what I mean, like work right. for like one of these huge houses, yeah. Like, which just would be like so hand cool.
1: sewing, right? Or you could literally just be the person like picking out colors and fabrics and doing like that type of stuff. Like, there's so many little tiny things within the industry that nobody really talks about, but there's so many jobs, so many things. Yeah. And like honestly, if you're a pattern maker, you'd probably make bank because nobody wants <laughs> to be the pattern maker. So, like, they will pay right? good money to, like, find a good pattern maker. Or, like, people that, like, digitize your patterns. Like, stuff like, like tech that. Packs. Yeah, like, tech packs are disgusting. I would hate to be doing that. But people who do that probably make so much money because nobody wants to do it. Yeah. So, it's, like, you need to find someone. So, like, you know, there's always room to make money in the industry if you really want to. <laughs> it's,
0: like, anything. It's, like, you just have to, like, just go do it, you know? Just, like, literally, you got it. And it's, like, and that's the... I feel like that's the same way for like getting to college at least for me like no one we're both kind of from the middle of nowhere
1: literally except you're from the prettier middle of nowhere and I'm from like actual middle of nowhere landlocked (laughs) awful midwest
0: (laughs) no but like you guys like drink milk like you guys are cool
1: like that's the definition of why we're cool and you just have like these beautiful landscapes all around you you grew up like next to the ocean like I grew up next to a cornfield but okay See, <laughs> no that's that, I feel like that's artistic
0: <laughs> like no I think I think people from the Midwest make really interesting art.
1: I mean you know that is factual it's very um I don't know weird out here <laughs> yeah but like go I'm like
0: okay not okay I'm gonna stay on track okay (laughs) so but I feel like for me um not like no one really went to art school no one really like Mm -hmm. that wasn't the common path like I had to like pave my way and that's literally like how I found you on YouTube just like watching your your admitted portfolio video like studying these videos like applying to these schools like these schools are crazy expensive yeah but there are scholarships out there Like like most of my friends are on scholarships. Like I would not be going to the school if it wasn't for my scholarship. It's very, very doable. Like apply to as many schools as you can because you don't know who's going to let you in and who's going to give you, who's going to get you that bag. And then also um, make sure, I think like a big thing is like applying to like, FIT is a really good one because that Mm. is an affordable option. Um, Especially if you apply for like residency. Mm-hmm. um and then overseas like Central Saint Martins I applied mm-hmm. there as a joke really right and like I was just like okay like I was just like I was like okay like obviously like I'm like oh, like I hope I get in but I'm like right. if right. I don't get in it's fine like it's subjective right. I didn't get into Pratt but I got into
1: Central Saint Martins that's like- so random Pratt's like such a I don't want to say it's a jank school it's not but it's just like not as high up as like Central Saint Martin yeah it's so crazy yeah no Dang. I didn't
0: get into FIT either I got waitlisted and then
1: well that's rejected. close
0: enough <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's okay we all we all go through it um it's probably best that you're at RISD anyway
0: oh yeah no I would probably I could I'm like glad of like I love <laughs> visiting New York
1: but I don't I don't think I could like it's a it's lot. It's just a lot. It is a lot. <laughs> no, a lot. I definitely think about that too. And I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't do my full two years in New York because I did my first one in Italy. Mm-hmm. And I like honestly thought about transferring to Palomoda after that first year because I was like, I love it here. It was so much oh cheaper. My God. So much cheaper than New See, York. There's options. Be... think about that. People are like assume Europe is like super expensive, but like it's no. actually so cheap. Like the American yeah. college system is like expensive. It's, Anywhere it's else. Nice. Cheap. it's a scam it yeah. is a scam I mean it's not like go to college but like it's a scam yeah
0: no it's like don't like don't pay full tuition like go international
1: yeah. like figure yeah. it out literally yeah like it's it's expensive but yeah FIT is definitely an affordable option I feel like people don't talk about that enough either because it's a state school so it's not like a private like eighty thousand dollars a year kind of school like yeah. Parsons is yeah. or like any other one but Yeah, I mean FIT is still like you know relatively expensive if you're out of state like I was, but nothing Mm -hmm. compared to like a private art school. Yeah. Which is nice.
0: It's insane. No, definitely like to anyone listening, like definitely look at your international options, like Central St. Martin's, like all these other schools. Um, what's the other one? Like London. London. I feel like it's the FIT College of of Arts. Is that what it's like? It's like I don't know because it's like I think it's like the royal I already forgot but it's like the royal college of art like group yeah yeah yeah. and then, like central's part of it oh London College of Fashion
1: that yeah that's that's
0: it. I think that's like the second like I think CSM is like the top in the world right like, London College of Fashion like FIT Parsons like
1: yeah all in that yeah London has some good schools I don't know if I could live in London though I feel like I would be depressed <laughs> but like you know, to each their own. Like some people love it there, but like I feel like I would be depressed if I lived there. It would be, sad. It would be, be so constantly
0: sad. that like I was I was thinking about before I got um before I got my offer to RISD, mm-hmm. that was the best option for me. Like even yeah. with these like other like pretty big scholarships from right. schools, um, it still was a lot cheaper to go there. Yeah. And the housing you could pay like per month and not like the entire year at once so you would have the option and the housing was a lot better than the United States like everyone it was like a big shared living space and then Mm. everyone like it looked like everyone had like their own room with
1: a bathroom inside of it that is so nice oh my god FIT dorms could never not that I ever lived in their dorms but I have heard some horror stories of their dorms my
0: my friend goes there shout Hmm. out
1: to Mackenzie
0: if she's watching (laughs) camera I visited her um I visited her and like yeah the bathrooms are like Rizdi had the same yeah. to be renovated but like yeah but yeah, yeah. Kenzie, like I just want to, like Kenzie we also we like literally live like a few houses down from each other mm-hmm. and um it's like funny because in high school we would just like go to the beach because like that's like, the only thing must <laughs> kind of be nice do. <laughs> We just go to the beach and we'd like lie there and then we'd like just I guess manifest but like not really like officially manifesting right we'd be like like, oh my god like and we just talk about like college and like we're like okay we're gonna move to the city right like we're gonna we're gonna get to the east coast like oh my god we're gonna be able to to decorate like our dorms like decorate our apartments we'll be able Mm -hmm. to visit each other and like hang out and like just like talking about all these things and it's crazy because it's like actually happening now and I feel like out of our high school maybe like 200 something people that graduated mm-hmm. like me it's like me Mackenzie and her twin sister Shayla Shayla's in like upstate New York we mm-hmm. all went to the east coast and we live like a few houses down but like that's they're like so fun ones. but Dang. yeah
1: yeah that's so cool that you have other people that also pursued fashion design because I literally have nobody at my high school that went into fashion design and I had a graduating class of 1200 Yeah. And I was the only one. (laughs) That's crazy. And I feel like like people don't take it seriously. Exactly. Nobody took me seriously because everybody around here in the Midwest, like, just goes to, like, really good, like, state schools. Like, we have, like, Purdue University, huge engineering school. Lots of people go there. Indiana University is, like, really good for business and, like, other things. Everybody goes there and, like, you know, they go to, like, Ivy Leagues and, like, find all those schools. But, like, nobody knew what FIT was. So I would tell people, like, (laughs) oh, I'm going to FIT. They're, like, okay. I'm, like, it's in New York. They're, like, okay I'm like oh it's god. like one of the best schools in the world what the heck <laughs> nobody knew what it was so it gave me like no reputation at all until like I feel like now this year people are starting to take me seriously with it they're like oh my god she's actually doing something I'm like yeah no duh I went to the freaking good school but yeah knew, but it was fine it's
0: fine no <laughs> so it's literally the same thing for RISD like people be like what school are you going to and I'm like Rhode Island school design and they're like what's that Rhode Island Island?" (laughs) that's far that's cold like yeah (laughs) or like people I feel like people from like back home aren't that familiar with the east coast so everyone just thinks I'm in New York I mean you know I've stopped like I've literally like and even like my parents like they'll ask like oh like how's Vivi doing like how's she doing in New York Mm -hmm. like literally everyone like everyone thinks I'm in New York but I'm just like I never like I visit New York but like right. I'm not in New York and it's like gotten to the point like this is like the second year like it's like I've gotten to the point where it's just like I just roll with it like yeah. my parents just roll with it too like they're like yeah like it's like you no know, matter how many it. times like you'll tell them in the conversation and then they'll yeah. go back to New York City like
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny I mean you know what Rhode Island's close enough yeah it's, it's fine sure- little Amtrak yeah a little Amtrak over you're basically there are you doing New York Fashion Week yes <gasps> I'm leaving next week for it I'm super excited oh yeah that's
0: really really exciting
1: I know I'm so excited I don't know how the heck I'm managing to do these things mm-hmm. I get so like nervous about like actually meeting people in person and doing things in person I don't know why no. like I'm excited about doing it but I get so nervous about it too I've had people like DM me being like oh my gosh like I got tickets like I'm going like I want to meet you and I'm like uh, wait is it sold out already I don't think so okay I don't know if they have a full limit on it yeah I would love to go out to New York a lot more often because I'm like realizing I'm like started reaching out to like friends that I have out there and I'm like I don't have enough time to see everybody like I need to start coming out here more often like yeah what the heck also just to like shop in person for fabrics would be very nice right like, like, I am so tired of shipping in fabrics all the friggin' time. Mm, it's the worst. And it I'm, is. like, waiting for, fa- oh my God, like, I have
0: a few orders that still need to go out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And like, one of them, I'm like waiting on fabric and I feel so bad. Like, I'm gonna like text the girl. Cause I don't know if you do the same thing, but I have like <clears throat> a really high wait time, like processing time. Mm-hmm. Like, I put mine to like four to six weeks, which is like higher than usual, but it was because I was doing like pre order. Right. And all of right. that. But like, even usually I'll have my processing time like twice as long as I think it should take me just in case. That's And smart. I try to get it out like right. ha- in half of the time. But when I don't get it out in half of the time, it feels like it's late to me. And I feel yeah, terrible, I get even that. though it's the
1: expected time. Yeah. No, I do the t- that too. I think I tell people like roughly two to three weeks I'll get it out. But I try to get it out within the week. Like I only put up enough on my website that I know that I can make within a week or a week yeah. and a half. But yeah, whenever it like extends past that Friday, I'm like, oh, I'm so late. But it's like they ordered this a week ago. Like, this is fine. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. But yeah, I get so stressed about that, too. I'm like, they're going to hate me. But everybody's so nice all the time. Like, I've never had like a single complaint of like, oh, this is late or like, blah, blah. Like, people are literally so nice.
0: I know. Like, I've had people like reach out. Like I feel so bad because my site doesn't automatically send out tracking numbers Mm -hmm. and it's just like I was so I was prioritizing like working on everything so like after I shipped it it would take a lot of time to like go back and like go into my order spreadsheet and then look at what number it is and then go and then email and like do all the things right um so I had like a few a few girls like message me and they're like hey like I, I'm like I totally respect the time like but like I ordered like X amount of time ago and I was like just wondering I'm like, oh my god, I'm so sorry <laughs> like like I'm, yeah. like I'm getting like I shipped it already like da, 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 da. and they're like, no, like
1: it's fine and. I'm like, <laughs> They're so cute yeah I've definitely had people do that too just being like hey like just wondering like when this is gonna come in like I wanted to wear it for like this date but like it's totally fine if it doesn't get I'm yeah like, if yeah, you yeah. wanted to wear it for a certain date tell me and I'll put it like up in the head like I'll get it done but yeah people are literally so nice when it comes to like made to order brands or like small businesses in general like mm-hmm. I- literally even if I've like sent stuff out that didn't fit people properly like everybody's so nice and I'm always like oh my god I will alter it for free like don't worry and they're like oh my gosh, you don't have to, like, it's okay, I can pay you, I'm like, no, you're not paying me, it's my mistake, like, (laughs) but people are so nice about it, which I'm so appreciative of, because I could never deal with, like, customer complaints, I would cry, no, I think, I think I
0: had, like, one last year, it was, like, on Etsy, it was, like, a review, and I was, like, it, it, like, it hurts you more than you expect it to, yeah, and I was just, like, because, like, I want to put like the best possible products out there right and like as soon as I got it like I emailed her and I was just like hey like I'm so sorry that happened like can you please like send me a photo to like describe like what you're doing and like I'll send you like something else like and she literally like never like never replied or like never got back to me or anything like that so I'm just like not sure and then like on the same top that she got like I had a Mm -hmm. bunch of other like five-star reviews and people that were like super duper happy with it so I'm just like that's so uh, weird.
1: but it's like if it, it's like I feel like it's worse than a personal attack it's, oh my like... god absolutely yeah no I had one person like email me like she got like a patchwork tank or something and mm-hmm. she emailed me and she's like hey like I don't like the fit of this or something and like I want to return it like what's your return policy or whatever and I told her I was like oh like you can return it like no worries but like what didn't you like about it like was it like the way it was patchwork like did it not fit like I just want to make sure my like products are good and like if it's like a pattern making issue want to make sure I fix my patterns or whatever yeah it wasn't like a large size so I like I have like my smalls and mediums and like extra smalls like pretty down because that I can like fit better it's like my mannequin or myself or whatever like, Mm -hmm. I'm, like, pretty confident in those sizes. But whenever it goes, like, to the, like, extra large or above, that's when I get, like, very, like, uh, about my pattern making. Yeah. But this girl, like, had, like, a small or something. So, I, like, knew it fit. And I knew that pattern was good because I've sold, like, so much of that. Yeah. Then she never got back to me. And she just, like, sent it back and never emailed me back about why she didn't, like, want it. And then I'm, like, I got it back. And I'm, like, it's well made. Because I was, like, yeah. maybe, like, my scenes were bad or something. And I looked at it. I was, like, this is really perfect. What is, like, why? And then I just got so insecure about it. I'm, like, ah. but it's fine. That was, like, the worst of it. I was, like, I just want to know why you didn't like it.
0: Yeah, no, I, I, I feel you. I'm just, like, oh, my God. Or, like, or going back to, like, studio work, like, final hmm. critiques. Oh,
1: my God. Like, hmm. Oh, my God.
0: Like, I feel like for, I did a video. I did a um. For one of my finals, it was a piece about like Yamanja and it has to do with like Afro-Brazilian culture and like mm-hmm. it was very, very close to me. And like I it also had like um I took photos of it, of course, but it lived it like lives in a video form now because it mm-hmm. had the headpiece had a hologram. It was like a hologram was a part of it. And um it's like presenting for the final crit. It's just so much more intense right when it's so close to you I'm just like I want to be better as a designer like I want to hear what I can improve on but like yep don't
1: say anything negative <laughs> like, literally like, oh my god it's I so intimidating it. yeah it's the worst I hated doing critique, especially like in front of like the whole class like professors would go like one by one and just be like hmm so what do we think about this one Or are like uh, Gee, do you see this like this should have been done like that and I'm like oh my god I don't know what they're going to say about me, but like, luckily I never had like an awful critique. Mm-hmm. Like, thank God my professors were generally like pretty nice or maybe I just did well, but I think they were just nice <laughs> because I don't think I was like that great necessarily. But yeah, that was terrifying. Like the amount of anxiety leading up to them going like up to your piece is
0: the worst. Oh my God. It's so bad. And it's like, I'm really lucky too. I feel like I've never had a terrible critique. Right. But I definitely have had critiques where I'm like making work pertaining to like race, um, pretty much just like race, and then yeah, um, people like the critique doesn't necessarily go in the way that I would like it to go. Yeah, um, like commenting about things that are so unimportant to the piece itself, like talking right. choosing to talk about the materiality. instead of like the concept and the content and how it was like executed right I think it's just so like it's like the easy way out I don't know that really frustrates me um and I've like I dealed with that like freshman year and then like so like I didn't make any more work like that and then (laughs) I made like like, kind of like that like this year and I had to deal with that and they even have a word for that um at RISD it's called like the room of silence Mm -hmm. and a lot of my other um like basically everyone who has ever made work <laughs> for dating to races had to deal with that yeah um, but nothing like I've luckily never had anything where it's like this is the
1: worst thing I've ever yeah, oh seen God, I would in my cry. entire life I would instant tears <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no that would be so rough but anyway I guess we could start wrapping this up it was a wonderful talking to you today um I really hope everybody listened in carefully because I feel like we talked on a lot of really great subjects pertaining like school and fashion design in general, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of like, you know, business owning during school (laughs) and all that stuff. Um, but yeah, um, where can people, you know, find you, follow you, do all the things, keep up with you? (laughs) Um, yeah, there's quite a few places all right (laughs) I'll
0: probably just like I can text you can like put like links or whatever but um I have like my main Instagram which is just like my first name dot last name vthadia dot burn Mm -hmm. um I have my bikini Instagram yes Keenies dot and then d-e dot (laughs) (laughs) v-i-b-i love it um and then I have my TikTok yes plug the TikTok (laughs) um which is kineswv with no dots okay um and then yeah that's pretty much it because like my websites are linked to those um yeah if you want to look at the work that I've been doing in school and like keep up with that my portfolio website should be linked to my main Instagram account gotcha. <laughs> but okay. like yeah yeah you know wow. the whole stock yes needs, like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes I will have everything linked in the description but love it um yeah thank you so much for talking today I very oh much god. enjoyed it and I yay. hope everybody else did too
0: <laughs> I know so thank you for having me I literally love oh listening god. to podcasts so it's like oh me too I forgot that we were filming a podcast like I, thought we were
1: I did too halfway through this I'm like oh this is such a great conversation I'm like oh my god I'm like filming all this yeah so, um, love it
0: okay well thank you yay thank you <laughs>